Gucci, what's Gucci? It's your boy Grav. This is What on the Screen Podcast, episode 27. Yeah, boy, yes, we are out here. I'm out here, man. This is episode 27. We've come far, my nigga. I've come far. Solo dollar vibes, you never know. But yeah, we out here. We out here, we out here, we out here. How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I can't complain. <laughs> what a beautiful weekend. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I've been good. Um, It's just my back, bro. Like, my neck and my back. Like, I'm fucked, bro. Like, you know, I'm super duper fucked. But I'm here and I'm working. You know what I'm saying? So, we out here. We working. Um, So, like, my bed now. Nah. This is where my back is fucked up. So like my bed, I've got this bed that that like was fucked. Like the bottom of the bed is fucked. The mattress isn't fucked, but the bed is fucked. So when I when I lay on my bed, or when I sit on my bed, it it goes into like the middle, and the middle like it like goes into a deep hole, like a like a deep black hole, bro. Like it just sinks in. So that's probably why my bed, my neck is so fucked up today. Cause I legit can't like move my neck to the left. I can only move it to like the right. Yeah, sort of. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. My girl says I got arthritis. Fuck that shit. I know I, <laughs> I know I've got bad knees and shit. And like yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Yeah, I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Sorry for like the sound. I'm busy like eating sweets for cultural purposes because I love sweets. I'm like addicted to sweets. It's that. It's that or soda. No alcohol. No lean. It's that or soda. So that's like my ad- addiction. And oh yeah, and Monster drink. Like I'm addicted to energy drinks. Like Monster. So yeah. Um, this is what on the screen podcast episode twenty seven. Uh, and yeah, uh, please don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review us on uh, iTunes. And shout out to whoever gave us a one star. I know I hate it when I see one. We're on such a dope ass roll five stars and four stars. No one gave us threes, no one gave us twos. And then some dumbass motherfucker had to pull up and like fuck up the flotation you know what i'm saying like the flow everything was going super smooth and then some doers some dumbass motherfucker it's like you know what let me fuck the whole flow up and let me just give these niggas a one star you know what i'm saying like it would have made sense if 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 the person gave like a two star or a three i would have understood it but when everybody's been giving us like five stars and like three or four four stars and no one's giving us three stars or two stars, but you out of all go and give us a one star. That's a hater, man. But love to you. God bless. <laughs> but yeah, um, this week, man, this week has been pretty crazy. A lot of people have died this week and we're celebrating a death. You know what I'm saying? Uh, R.I.P. First and foremost, shout out uh, R.I.P. to uh, Dorothy Masuka, a famous jazz musician, singer. Uh, she passed away at the age of 83. I was trying to Google her her cause of death, but that didn't really come up. You know what I'm saying? So, R.I.P. to her. I don't really know her music, so I'm not going to speak on, on, on her or her music. I just know that she has a famous song and that's it. I don't know how to pronounce the song, but yeah, that's th- that was like the song that started off her career. But other than that, R.I.P. to her. My condolences to her family. 
we hope we hope they're we keep bringing them in our prayers all good vibes you know what i'm saying um but yeah r.i.p dorothy masuka sad man sad i'm kind of glad that we actually honor our like singers that pass away you know what i'm saying but yeah uh and another death um fashion designer uh carl lagerfeld i I wasn't really into this dude i just know he was like a fashion icon according to fashion heads this guy was a fashion icon but like he was so controversial to me i looked at him as a controversial figure because because he said some sideways shit a couple of times uh but yeah so he he died as well in a car accident i don't know how old he was but he looks old <laughs> but yeah um i don't know whether to say r.i.p or not so i'm like if i don't then it is what it is so yeah so this guy was pretty controversial man this guy this guy was apparently an islamophobe islamophobic he was a fetophobic and a racist and a misogynist so I don't know, man. Super controversial, bro. I read a, I read an article like the dark side, cause I cause I like I like doing shit like that, you know. When people are so focused on this side of an individual, I always look to like the other side, because there's always two stories to an individual. So, as much as people like, for example, like as much as people praise Gandhi and like his quotes and shit. That motherfucker was a racist, you know what I'm saying? And it's come to light, like, in the past three or four years, like, that, yo, this nigga was actually a racist motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So I always look at, like, I acknowledge the 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 good side of that person, but I have to look at the person in its in their entirety, which means the good and the bad. That's how I look at a person, you know what I'm saying? So I was, look, I was reading an article, um, about the dark side of... Uh, Carl Lagatha felt and um yeah it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty interesting man this guy this guy said some sideways shit back in 27 when he issued a statement saying that Syrian and Muslim immigrants weren't welcomed in Europe (laughs) sick motherfucker fuck you man and uh poor Poland white Poland refugees get out this was I think during the whole refugee crisis the Syrian refugee crisis that's pretty sideways shit man and he's an uh, he's a neo Nazi apologist. That's that's a that's a little that's that's sus, my nigga. And apparently that a lot of people don't know about it because of all his wealth and shit and like this iconic status as him being like this creative director and designer and shit. So I'm not gonna say R.I.P. to that nigga because that's super sus and it's fucked up to me as a person because I got morals and shit. And I'm not going to speak ill of the dead, but nah, nigga, I ain't doing none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he passed away this this week. It was a car accident. Uh, and, yeah, man, just know, like, just know these people that you praise is, like, what I can give, what I can give a heads up to, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, before you idolize someone and look at them as, like, a god, like, just know who you're worshipping, like, who you're really worshipping, because following the lead is not always a good way bro you can end up dying bro like blindly following that's that's a little that's a little off for me i like i like creative thinking i like thinking for myself i like questioning shit that i'm told like when i'm given something i want to look at it from a different perspective and find out why things are the way they are you know what i'm saying so but that's just me man i'm sure the listeners already know grav is that conspiracy theorist ass nigga that nigga that'll tell you like some fucked up shit that'll fuck up like your day and i'm like yeah nigga <laughs> the fuck you mean nigga <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah um also it was um the celebration of andres titane i don't know if you guys are familiar with andres titane um he was murdered back in uh 2011 yeah april 13 2011 um he died at the hands of seven pussy police cops uh under the ANC government that was led in Fixburg in the free state he died he was actually at a peaceful protest march uh, where they were protesting for service delivery and shit demanding water from the government and um uh seven police officers beat him and then shot him live on television and guess what they were all acquitted on those charges seven police officers are still walking the streets pussy motherfuckers fuck them niggas 
fuck all of those niggas you know what i'm saying like jesus christ bro like we're still living in this era where police can get away with anything and now look who the head of the police is it's becky clearly you know what i'm saying a fucking mafia mob boss i like how people forget that um uh what's that guy's name is he's africa what's his name it's one of my icons i forgot his name mr lakazi yeah mr lakazi where africa had like a whole fucking book about how corrupt this nigga was but like dude like god damn it in a book my nigga back in like 2010 i think 2010 2010 i think i think 2010 i'm not sure but yeah uh and we still out here thinking that everything is sweet so so these police officers killed this man live on television there's evidence to prove what what went down the whole shebang they uh they beat him and then he fought back one police officer then they all started hitting him and then someone took a shotgun and shot him live jive on tv that's sickening this was i think i saw this back in 2013 yeah this was before they they were acquitted because they were acquitted in 2013 as well but yeah it's it's sad so r.i.p peter andres titani i actually dedicated a song that i made a couple of years ago i think in 2016 uh called woke like woke like stay woke type shit so yeah it's it's sad man and i think the sadder part about the whole situation is the fact that uh three years ago in 2017 his wife passed away as well in a in a in a, in a bad car accident you know what i'm saying so so that was sad and she's an activist in the free state as well so so that was that that's that's sad too and i feel for the kids man you know what i'm saying growing up with no parents especially parents that were fighting for a good cause you know what i'm saying so I felt like obliged to at least honor him by making him the cover art for this po- this episode of the podcast, episode twenty seven. So yeah, I feel bad for those kids. Uh, the family. I hope they're doing good. It w- he would have been forty one last week, uh, February, February twenty third. He would have been um, would have been forty one. Sad man, sad. And those seven police officers are still walking the fucking streets, man. Our justice system is a fucking joke, man. Fuck, bro. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? It's sad, man. But yeah, that's the sad part. Um, let's get on to something lighter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chelsea, what up? <laughs> Chelsea, what up? <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. PTSD still for y'all ass niggas, man. Yeah, PTSD. So, um... It was the FA Cup finals this past weekend. Uh Manchester United played against Liverpool. That game was pretty ass. It was a draw. The crazy part about about them drawing as well. Uh this this past week, uh there was UEFA, right? UEFA Champions League. Uh I predicted on the podcast what I said and I was pretty accurate. I said that uh Liverpool uh Liverpool and Bayern were gonna have a tough time. And um yeah, they did have a tough time. I forgot who Atletico Madrid were playing. Atletico Madrid were playing uh I forgot who they were playing, but they won though. Yeah, they, they won. They won I think two or three no. Which was beautiful. So yeah, um it's pretty crazy how all these teams drew. Uh Leon drew with Barcelona, Liverpool drew with uh, Bayern like these big teams have been drawing so i thought yesterday when we played the game i thought that manchester city was going to draw with um chelsea but i for- i didn't pay any mind cuz i didn't know it was the final so it went into extra time and it was fucking beautiful um manchester city were playing uh they were playing pretty shitty man i'm not, i'm going to keep it a stack with you the only person that i can say that was accurately on fire like majority of the time that i really enjoyed that i enjoy personally i think he's better than kevin de Bruyne. if you had to tell me who i would choose between him and kevin de Bruyne, i would probably pick him uh bernardo silva bernardo silva was really really amazing man like every time he he passes his control his composure fuck david luis let me just say that because david luis did some fuck shit this is what I this is what I hate with when people do in football. Um you you skill someone, right? And then they follow you. 
like after you skill them then they go and cop you i hate bullshit like that nigga just take your l and keep it pushing you know what i'm saying um they did the same thing with sterling uh Jorginho did the same thing with sterling we would have actually scored before the end of the before the half t- before the uh 90 minute clock and shit but that motherfucker copped sterling you know what i'm saying i hate shit like that man but yeah we played a really good game uh aguero wasn't on his shit today he scored a goal which was offside i totally agree with that Chelsea really had the go- the the referee in their pocket, man. I'm not gonna lie. That referee had a fucking Chelsea kid. I, I'm sure he drove here with a Chelsea kid in the car. Like, yo, Chelsea gonna win the day, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make sure. And he hit that shit in the rock- locker room, dog. Like that shit's wild, bro. Like the way, like the way they had the ref on their side, it was insane, bro. Like so many cops, dude. Rudiger cop niggas, no red card. David Luiz did some fuck shit no red card like nigga what the fuck bro you know what i'm saying but like yo hazard is like amazing i'm not gonna front that nigga needs to leave chelsea immediately immediately yo that dude like yo like four people three or four people couldn't take that nigga on when he was in the box at the ball and what the crazy part is that that nigga actually like in small spaces he manages to keep the ball when when you should be getting the ball he manages to keep the fucking ball. I don't know how he does that, but he he was really dope. He was really good when he was in the box. I can't lie. Uh, but they never capitalized. Chelsea's defense, though, they were on point. I'm not gonna front. Uh, we had a couple of shots. Actually, we had a lot of shots. We created Bernardo Silva created a lot of shots. Um, yeah, we had a really great, amazing, amazing uh ninety minutes, and then the uh the extra time um the extra time was pretty crazy pretty intense we drew again and went to penalties so um yeah penalties was crazy penalties was actually beautiful i actually thought it was beautiful sterling's penalty i think that's the best penalty i think i've ever seen on like me watching football i think that's the greatest penalty i think i've ever seen i know everyone likes the whole chip thing where you fake a chip and then you like chip in the middle and shit i hate that bullshit uh, Jorginho tried to do that bullshit and end up looking fucking stupid <laughs> and getting stopped in his tracks by Edison and shit like that. So that was super funny to me. The worst, uh, that was like the worst penalty I think I ever saw, my nigga. Like, that was like the worst penalty. That nigga looked like he was Khabrek, dude. Like, he was like, um, incapable. Like, um, like, uh, he was, he was, uh, he was, uh, disabled when he, when he took the free, when he took, for, when he took a kick from the penalty line. I was like, yo, that that's funny as fuck, B. Like, the way that nigga took the penalty, dog. And, yeah, but, like, Sterling's penalty, oh, my God, bro. Straight porn, my nigga. My dick got hard watching that shit. Straight up. Like, directly in the opposite direction of where the keeper went. On the top corner, dude. Top left-hand corner. Pure porn, my nigga. Straight up. Sterling, you that nigga. I love karma so much, dude. Karma is so beautiful, dog. So yeah, there was there was a couple of drama on on the pitch when it comes to uh when it came to uh the 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 the, the goalkeeper. Uh yeah, so like Graeme Sterling scores the winning penalty against Chelsea. It's fucking pure poetic justice after years of racist and abuse and prejudice against him, including from the Chelsea fans. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Send those Chelsea veins. Send those Chelsea tears straight to my veins. Lord, please, mama, send them straight to my veins. I loved it, man. I loved it. But, yeah, there was a, there was a little drama on the pitch. Uh, Sorry, uh, Chelsea's manager was like, yo, my nigga, come off the motherfucking pitch, nigga, because you're going to make us lose this game. And the nigga's like, nah, nigga, I'm cool. I got this. You know what I'm saying? I got this. Chill, 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 chill. They wanted to sub him for... um. Our old goalkeeper, I forgot that nigga's name. I hated that nigga. He's a bold ass, bold ass headed nigga. Kentucky Fried vibes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, so he was supposed to come on, and then he was like, "Nah, I think that was like the craziest shit of the game." Cause this guy, like you know, when you when you're supposed to be a substitute, you don't really have a choice to say, "Yo, I'm not coming off the field." This motherfucker was like, nah, I'm not coming off the field. Chill, chill, chill. I got this. I've been doing good the whole game. I got this. I got this. I got this. 
<laughs> oh, that nigga, that nigga, sorry, dog. That nigga, sorry, is allowing players to like dictate to him as the boss what he has to do. That shit is crazy, bro. That's disrespectful. So, so Kepa was out here like, nah, fuck y'all niggas. I'ma do this shit, and he fucked it up for the whole team, and he missed the last penalty, and we won four three. In the end, I, I the way he the way he the way he stood at the penalty box was funny as fuck because he was looked like he was doing the macarena and shit. You know what I'm saying? They're in the end game now. You know what I'm saying? I, I but but I, I I called it, man. I said, yo, I have full faith in my team. Manchester City, I had full faith a day before I even tweeted. I said, yo, I trust y'all niggas today. Because them niggas still have PTSD from that 6-0 beating that they received. So I trust you. You know what I'm saying? I have full trust in you. Them niggas are going to panic when they see you. And what happened? Niggas panicked at the, at the penalty box. What happened? Niggas panicked. Chelsea fans were panicking. Excuses started coming. Frank should shut the fuck up. Cause none of that excuses is gonna work this time. You know what I'm saying? Take your L. You on the podcast you said that sorry might deliver this year this season. We're gonna give him a couple of moments. Nah, nigga, fuck that. Your 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 coach ain't doing the job. You know what I'm saying? Chelsea fans, take this L. Don't blame niggas. Niggas are blaming David Luiz. Ah, wah wah wah. David Luiz is a puss. We know that, but nonetheless, keep this. Take your L like a man. Don't come up with excuses. Shout out to that one Chelsea fan that I actually quoted his tweet. And I was like, yo, my nigga, you real for this. Because he, he admitted that they were cucked. And they fucked up. And he said, congratulations to Manchester City. That's 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 sportsmanship. You know what I'm saying? That's sportsman. Like, Chelsea can suck my dick. We won. Second time in a row, FA Cup. You know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with the real niggas. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was fucking beautiful, bro. Yo. I'm so glad I feel bad for my girl, but I don't. <laughs> but I don't. Fuck Chelsea, nigga. They need to really do something. I know a lot of people are saying that, yo, this nigga Kepa needs to be suspended uh, for, like, the remaining of his uh, uh, of his amount. But they bought him for so much money, man. And I don't think that it would be fair for him to, to do that. I think he could eat bench for a while. Definitely, I think he can eat bench for the rest of the season. Maybe. You know what I'm saying, uh. But yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a dub, my nigga. It's it's really a dub for Chelsea right now. It's it's bad. The PTSD is showing, man. Trauma is real, nigga. Go go see a therapist. You know what I'm saying. But I can guarantee you, if that was Diego Simeone, and a player is saying I will not go off the pitch, that nigga's going on the pitch to fuck you up and drag you off of the pitch that nigga don't play that's why i fuck with simeone because that nigga don't care what you're saying that nigga will have a tantrum his whole face will turn red and he'll come beat your ass and pull you off of the field that was straight disrespect man like real talk players really don't give a fuck about that coach bruh that can't ass loving ass nigga dog nigga breast probably smells like coffee and shit and sus his teeth is probably yellow and ay 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 but but i love it because uh, the last time we played Chelsea in the Premier League, uh, niggas were niggas were upset. Also, uh, niggas niggas never shook our hands. They were they were mad. Shout out to William. I love you, William. You are my Afro brother with the Afro hair. You went to Pep Guardiola and you gave him gave him a hug and you were laughing, kicking. You know what I'm saying? I stand. Leave those niggas alone. Go to Barcelona, dog. You gonna get there, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real, for real. But yeah, man, Hazard, you need to leave. It's that time, bruh. It's that time, my nigga. The Real Madrid are calling you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, let, let's recap uh, UEFA. UEFA was fucking dope, man. UEFA was really dope because I called it. I called it. I said, yo. Um, yeah, Atletico Madrid played Juventus, my team. I even have a Juventus shirt and shit. But I don't rock it anymore because we have some rapist ass nigga at our club. Now, Ronaldo... You know what I'm saying? So I I I feel I feel I feel weird wearing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh so so yeah, that nigga played and that nigga didn't do shit. So yeah, I just I'm just waiting for people to like say sorry, Blake, you were right. This nigga's not winning a silverware. You know what I'm saying? Um Juventus and Atletico played played a really great game, man. Like I really enjoyed the game. I called it, man. I said, "Yo, Simeone and I, we had we're like interlinked, bro. Like before the call, I said, "Yo, this this uh, how the left flank, 
the left flank is a, is going a little off, bruh. Like sub substitute um uh Thomas Lamar in, please, for the culture. Five minutes later, he substitutes Lamar in. And I said and I tweeted before this happened, before the but the goal was called off. Um the goal uh I said Morata's Morata's gonna come on, substitute me and get Morata on here for Costa because Costa was fucking up. Substitute Costa for um for um for Morata and get Morata on the pitch. Morata, I said Morata is gonna come on the pitch and score. Three minutes later, he comes on the pitch, he scores, but the goal was called off, which was a bullshit call because that was super duper bullshit. That was super duper bullshit. So ah, we left it. We left it. It was null null. There we score again. Same principle. We score one. And then the goal started just coming. So it was 3-0. It was, was it 3-0 or was it 2-0? Let me check. Um, it was 2-0. It was 2-0. Yeah, 2-0. Uh, it was Jimenez that scored uh, a, a simple kick. And uh, the guy who who's apparently leaving Atletico Madrid, I don't know how I'm going to feel because I've known Atletico Madrid to have him always there since the start of the club. Since I started watching football, uh, Diego Godin... Guardini is going to leave. Apparently, he's going to Inter Milan. I don't know if he's going to go to Inter Milan Inter Milan now because he literally scored the winning goal for the squad. You know what I'm saying? A beautiful kick. You know what I'm saying? Defender scoring. Two defenders scored in these games, in, in that game. So, that was super fucking beautiful. Uh, I don't know what Juventus is going to do. I really don't. I think they need to substitute Ronaldo. Uh, play Diego Costa and Cuadrado and let Mandzukic take the wheel. I think we can play um, uh, Dybala in the midfield. You know the connection; they they their connection is always fire. So I I th- I think we need to change our formation, my nigga. We need to we need to take that rape nigga out here out of here, bro. Cause he ain't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Manzukic is just a little flat. I'm not gonna lie. He I I barely saw him in the game. My Tweety was on one. My Tweety was really on his shit. You know what I'm saying? They played beautiful football, but yeah, man, two nil Atletico Madrid. That was beautiful. And uh, Schalke and Manchester City. I also called that game on the podcast. I said, yo, that game was going to be super tough. Sterling scored the last goal. Once again, Raheem Sterling shitting on English media. They're going to have to write something nice about this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because we know how they have been treating that boy. You know? Super duper trash. So they scored the last winning goal. Um, He scored on the 90th minute. I think the 92nd minute. Yeah, just in the blink of extra time, he scored the last goal uh, and it made 3-2. I don't know what's going to happen in the second leg. I haven't made my predictions yet. I don't think I'm going to make predictions today. But yeah, man, that's 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 uh, the football, man. That's 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 pretty crazy, bro. That's super duper crazy. Um, now on to something local. Um, DJ Cleo. Hey. DJ Cleo. DJ, DJ, DJ Cleo. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know why our local celebs need to like co-sign bullshit. So those of you that are not like aware or that you are aware, but like I'm recapping your memory. Um, DJ Cleo uh, made some tweets um, towards Briggs. I'm not sure if you guys know Briggs. Briggs was convicted of rape, raping an underage girl. And he's currently doing jail time. So, uh, yeah. Uh, DJ Cleo and Briggs go way back. Sweetie, my baby. You know what I'm saying? At the, at the start of uh, Briggs' career, DJ Cleo was there. Uh, so, DJ Cleo put out a tweet. Uh, and the tweet goes with uh, pictures of uh, Briggs and DJ Cleo hugging and speaking. He says, we all run our own races. He fell along the way, but the race is not over. Hmm, super cringy. You know what I'm saying? That had the whole uh Twitter Twitter world running rampant, bro. Like the women were wilding, I was wilding, the niggas were wilding, and a celebrity also uh that that was upset with what DJ Cleo said, uh Boity. Boity uh, added DJ Cleo and said, What's wrong with you? And then the whole Twitter were going at Boity saying she's mad, uh forgiveness forgive the rapist and what 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 i I think i tweeted this i think i tweeted this on sunday i said yo you have every right not to forgive someone don't let these people fool you and that's a fact you really don't have 
that that's 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 God. That's on God, nigga. That's not that's got nothing to do with you. I don't have to forgive you, my nigga, for what you've done. If you've if you've done bad by me, like this whole shit about forgive and forget. Fuck that, nigga. I don't forgive shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not God. I don't forgive, nigga. So yeah, she she said um to all the site to all the psychopaths in my mentions defending Cleo Briggs, you can go jump off the highest cliff. Until some evil cunt rapes your little sister. Yay, 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 yay. This is verbatim when she said, Until some evil cunt rapes your sister or someone you love, you will continue being a raggedy ass rape apologist because you don't give a flying fuck about the victim tech. I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't think we can we can um we can shoot a woman for how they feel about about uh, about their rapist and about a rapist. We don't have we don't have any right as as a may as a man as a man we don't. I think it would be very insensitive of us to tell women how they should feel. The only thing we have in this idea of how they feel while they're lived through the trauma, all we're doing is projecting effectively and silencing them. Our opinions are invalid, to be honest. Exactly, that's how I feel. I feel like our opinions are super invalid. We have no right to say what someone who 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 is a victim of sexual abuse like rape should feel you know what i'm saying uh dj cleo shot back i don't know why he shot back because he should have just kept it moving uh he said thread rape is one of the most terrible crimes and happens so often we always educating women on how to defend themselves when we really need to be teaching them teaching men not to rape i don't and will never condone rape it's sad that my tweet was so misunderstood my initial tweet was not about sympathizing with a rapist, but supporting a brother and father who was convicted and now serving his sentence. I sympathize with all victims out there, but I will not be bullied or told how and when to love a brother. I stand by my words. I have partnered with the correctional services and few other stakeholders to contribute to the positive rehabilitation of similar inmates. If there if that's deemed as condoning and supporting criminals, then so be it. I refuse to entertain any negative spin to my good deeds. I think the I think I think DJ Cleo is so misguided in what he's saying, man. Like you can't support a criminal knowing that punishment will be a burden mitigated by our understanding, support and, and his oblivion and being so oblivious to the fact that their ex placed everyone's life at risk is really telling. Like it's super telling. Like we get that you're you're focusing on rehabilitation, but to ignore victims a victim like that, that's kinda insensitive, man. Even for someone that's as insensitive as I am, that's a little fuck shit, nigga. So DJ Cleo, you are a fucking fool for that, my nigga. He he really didn't have to post that picture. Like and on Twitter, Nochal, dude. Ah, that's a dub, dude. I stand by what Boydy said. We have no right to tell women how to react and how to feel when they have been sexually abused. You know what I'm saying? Unless we ourselves have been abused, you know? So it's a dub. We we should not converse in that. We should not speak on that. That's their... That's their... Um, that's their... We should never speak on how they should act. Yeah. Not that we shouldn't speak on a topic because it's an, it's a very deep topic. And and we need to educate our brothers, like yo. That that raping is not cool, my nigga. Abusing a woman is not cool, my nigga. That makes you you're not a man if you do that. You're a pussy nigga. You're a bitch ass nigga if you do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> fuck that nigga. Yo man, I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. What did I tell y'all niggas about Patrice Joe? Yo, yo, I told y'all niggas, this nigga Patrice, dog. Ay, 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 dog. Nah, 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 my nigga. Ay, 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 ay. I told y'all niggas, man. Y'all niggas think I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I read the shit that I say and what I say, man. So this nigga Patrice Matepa decided to call a meeting to address um these uh, ESCOM rumors. That people like myself have been concerned about. Where the fuck's my water? Like people like myself have been concerned about. Um, so he literally went on and he didn't really say anything. 
This is what I got from this speech. Uh, the press conference, he really didn't say anything. He just confirmed what more I've been saying. So he literally said he doesn't give a fuck about nepotism. Nepotism is cool. You see, that's another thing when I say this thing of black excellence and we shouldn't be fooled by the, the by this gaze of black excellence. That's why I love the movie um, Black Panther. And the shit that... And uh, Killmonger's uh, objective. Killmonger's objective was literally saying like, yo, you guys were isolated and focused on your getting wealthy through the pain of your brothers and the pain of other African black folk. You guys never did shit when all the shit was going down. You never spoke once. You never addressed the shit. The same thing that's happening now, like co-signing nepotism, dog. Like, really, my nigga? But then again, what can you expect for some someone that's a that's an elitist? Because that's exactly what Patrice Montepa is, he's an elitist. If you can't really expect an elitist to have any form of courtesy to, to someone who's in the middle class, working class and the um the lower class. So so fuck that nigga, man. I, rob the rich. That's my favorite thing. Rob the rich. Rob the rich till they're dry. Don't rob your brothers. Rob the rich, bro. Like, rob the rich. Because there's no way someone that's rich really cares if you look around the world. Rich people don't really care. Look at Nestle, dog. The CEO of Nestle said that poor people don't deserve water. Des- the, uh, water should be water should be bought. They shouldn't get water for free. They should pay for water. How in the fuck are you supporting someone who says some bullshit like that? Like how, my nigga? These corporations really don't give a fuck about none of us, and I, I, I like that. I like that we're, we're woke. I would say to this, I don't like using the term woke because woke to me meant something else different. To me, woke meant educating, um, living for something, and sharing knowledge with someone. That's what woke was. You're enlightened, sharing enlightened information with someone. Not being a bitch ass nigga where you where you uh feel like your opinion is the only right opinion and you shut shit down like and you don't educate like you just bring down and personally attack people like on Twitter now like it's 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 really bad it's it's, it's sort of how feminism is now modern day feminism you know what I'm saying but I'm not gonna get into that but yeah it's it's corporations don't give a fuck bro. And it's kind of dope that we're realizing it. The problem that I think I have with it is the fact that we're not sticking to canceling these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know so many people who are like, yo, uh, what what Israel is doing. And they were like shooting down black, um, DJ Black Coffee. Fuck that nigga. They were shooting Black Coffee down, saying that he, sh- he should have never did the show in um, Israel, right? In Tel Aviv. But at the same time, you go out and buy from Pick and Pay, which is a Jew shot. Jew, it's owned by Jews. You go to Woods, it's owned by Jews. It help uh, co-opt what's going on in Israel. Uh, Coca Cola, you buy Coke, which helps what's going on in Israel. So it's 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 hypocritical for me to when I see shit like that. Like stand by what you say, dog. If you have this high moral ground, stick by it, bro. Don't don't bend, don't shiver, don't shake, don't break. You know what I'm saying? Stand by your shit. That's the only problem I have with this inconsistent outrage. We've said this before on the podcast back in like last year. We've said inconsistent outrage. Keep that same energy, boy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Patrice Matepa, <laughs> thanks for answering all the questions that I that all the rumors. Thank you for answering them and, and making me realize that you are out here doing funny things with ESCOM. Shout out, dog. Shout out for all the fears that we had, cause we, cause we legit, we legit now know what's what what You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, onto something light. Uh, Netflix. Netflix is having a African series for the first time dropping in March. I think March eighth. Yeah, March eighth. Um, Africa's first official Netflix sh- series show is coming. The show is called Shadow. Uh, the trailer dropped. Um, it's a South African production. Amanda Dupont is in there. Shout out to Amanda Dupont. She's getting bags secretly. Not blabbering too much. Pearl 2CK, take notes. You know what I'm saying? Take notes. Take notes, baby. I love you, but take notes. 
Uh, so yeah, I um I watched the 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 trailer. I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about it. It's 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 um, it's like it's not really something, I'm I can say I'm proud of, to be to be on Netflix. You know what I'm saying as a South African, because it's it seems like a show that the that the US already has. You know what I'm saying. I've seen a show like this before. It's like the Punisher South African version. You know what I'm saying, or or the South African version of James Bond. It's it's not really it's not really what I would enjoy or what I would like to see. You know what I'm saying. It's been done before, but I haven't seen this. I haven't seen the series yet, so I'm gonna hold my hopes high. But so far, ah, dog, I don't know, man. This shit don't look dope to me, man. Take it back to the drawing board, cause this shit don't look dope to me. You know, there was a couple of years ago a show that was on SABC One that I really, really enjoyed. Like, it was called Room Nine. I don't know if you guys remember this. This was, I think, in 2013, 12, 2012, 2013, 2012, 2013, one, one of those things. It, it was one. It was for one season, but the the content and the vision that they had for the show, I felt like this is really a South African production. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it it focused on like South African folklore tales, like um, like the Togoloshi. There was episodes on the Togoloshi. It was it was also on this um, it was also ba- one of the characters was based off of the occult um, unit, uh, Yonker, uh, Doctor Kobus Yonker. Uh, he was a, a specialist in the in the South African police service where they they dealt with like occultic crimes and rituals and satanic crimes and shit like that back in the apartheid era and uh, in mo- modern as well post post apartheid um there was a specific unit for that so like one of the characters is based off of off of what he did you know what i'm saying so movies like that bro like like south african stories that tell south african tales you know what i'm saying south african cars for south african tales that shit would have been dope. I actually got offered to write the second season because they only had one season. I got offered to write the second season, um, but the problem is they ne- the problem is at the time I was still in high school, a uh, matric specifically, and I would I would have loved to do it because I I have gang tales and shit. The problem is. I didn't know how to write a script at that time and shit. So that's one of like one of the opportunities that I regret to this day because years later I went to go I graduated last year from doing for doing film film filmmaking. So it would have been like a really dope door to already have that inside knowledge. Then when I went to go study for filming, then when I graduated I could have already been in the industry, you know what I'm saying? So that's one of those things I regret, but yeah, they wanted me to write the second season because back in the day I was like on my horrorcore folklore deep dark shit dark truth shit you know what I'm saying so that would have been dope to do like but yeah that's one of the things I get but yeah that show shows like that like room nine that was like a dope ass fucking show the idea you could see the vision you know what I'm saying but yeah man I'm gonna have high hopes for the shadow shadow series it's Africa's first uh I gotta keep I gotta keep faith I guess man I don't know man I don't like the trailer man I don't like that trailer, man. I don't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Typical action type movie. <sighs> Revenge. Ah, man. You know, we've seen shit like that before. But let me keep hopes. It's dropping on the 8th on Netflix. So you guys should really check it out. Uh, it's dropping on the 8th. Um, Yeah, the 8th of March. Check that shit out. Now, on to some battle rap shit. <laughs> Finally. Uh, so... Uh, this event went down. RBE's uh, battle rap event. Hollow the Dawn versus Math Hoffer. I'm sure you guys have heard me communicate and speak about this before. Where I said that with Frank, where I said that uh, Math is Math is amazing in grudge matches. I think he comes with it for specific grudge matches when there's like an, a personal thing attached to it. To a battle, he takes this shit super serious. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, um, this event went down. A lot of bullshit went down in the event, man. A lot of bullshit. Before the event, there was a situation where the 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 the, uh, the entourages of the squads 
mess her, her entourage wanted to get it in with Harlow's entourage you know this whole bad fucking aura so the so there was a lot of bad aura surrounding this battle prior to even going into the battle because there was a there was there was conflict between the two battlers and now the people on the night of the battle you know what i'm saying so yeah the the battle was really dope uh it's not it's got no replay value for me i'm not gonna watch it again i can say that i think i watched it three times and i've i think i've called the winner um but yeah um it was really interesting it was really strange too super super duper strange like um uh um hollow went decided to go first uh i know the consensus say that meth hoffer three owed hollow but that for me personally is not the case um i had hollow winning two one uh a debatable second though i edged it to hollow and the third i gave to hollow the problem is with this battle why this battle is so hard to judge for me was because I don't know how you can judge a rap battle when there's a time limit, right? When one person decides to stick to that time limit and then the other opponent raps longer. I don't know how you judge a battle when someone's rapping longer rounds. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it was, it's pretty weird. It's a fucking weird battle, man. But yeah, Holler decided to go first and I, uh, and I personally thought that was his best round of the battle. Uh, he apologized to Matt Hoffa. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I failed you as a gangster. You know what I'm saying? He had a disaster bar where he said this was in the strike zone and you didn't swing. He had a Conway bar. He also said, think my Illmatic battle because I came in top tier. You know what I'm saying? That was fucking hard. Um, so, yeah, I felt like he took the first round. Matt came in two with a couple of, you know what I'm saying, punches. I won't lie. I feel like he, but I feel like his second was the best. I feel the reason why I feel like um, his second was the best, better than the first for me, was because he predicted what Math would say in his second and third. You know what I'm saying? He he said, "Are we just gonna talk about loyalty? Do you know what loyalty means?" And then he broke down what loyalty means. He even predicted and said, "You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna say you slept with my sister while I was in jail." And that's legit what it went down in the second round. <laughs> that was funny as fuck, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, he actually rebuttaled um uh, one of the bars in the second round where he said um where he said Math Hoffa said one in the first round where he said I, I, I solidify my you know his thing, I solidify my spot with gorillas, whoa, 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 you know what I'm saying? So so Hollow the Dawn said he said, I solidify my spot with gorillas, which makes sense because apes never evolved. You know what I'm saying? So Matt, so that was fucking stupid hard. So, so yeah, and sure, that was stupid hard, bro. Like, super duper, super hard. <laughs> That's super duper hard. Matt had some funny bars saying he smashed Hollow Sister and shit, like I said, while he was in jail. I did find that hypocritical though, you know what I'm saying? That you'd be getting on a guy saying that he's disloyal, he's this, where's his loyalty, you know what I'm saying? But then you go around and you smash his sister, according to you, while he was in jail. That's like super disloyal, bro. That's like pussy nigga shit. That's like, nah, that's a dub, bro. You know what I'm saying? So so I found that a little bit hypocritical from math, man. Like super duper corny. It's it's it was super whiny from math for me, man. You know what I'm saying? I evidently gave the battle to Hollow. I know the consensus would say math won, but it's it's much closer than people would like to think. Uh I I, I, I personally will not be watching this battle again. I watched it three times. I got Hollow two one, you know what I'm saying? Uh second and third uh second and third for sure. Um, yeah. That that's how I call it, man. But yeah. The problem I also had with Hollow was uh, the fact that he went on an interview after the battle, like maybe a couple of days later, and he said he wasn't he wasn't motivated to write for Meth. You see shit like this when people say shit like this, I get so pissed because why would you agree to a contract when you know you you don't want to do it? Why can't you just say no? You know what I'm saying? Like just say no. 
So he said he wasn't motivated to write for math. He said he's uh, he said he had another battle locked in. So I'm assuming it's Murder Mook that he had locked in because John John mentioned it in the battle that they had back in London uh, for Summer Madness 8. So I assume that it's it's Murder Mook. I don't know if I want to see that battle, but it would be dope, I guess. But yeah, the, I hate shit like that, man. Like, don't take the battle if you're not motivated, bro. And another thing, uh, Ram Nitty, who's currently like my favorite battler. He's been my favorite battler for the longest. That nigga writes... That nigga takes matches all the time and he consistently comes with three solid fucking rounds. No stumbles, no chokes. You know what I'm saying? No stumbles, no chokes. I don't get these things of uh, your goats. The goat, the people we think that are goats in battle rap, they always have this excuse where, oh, I wasn't motivated to write for this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. If you're such a goat, then you'll be able to do it. You'll be able to suck blood in that nigga mouth you know what i'm saying there'll never be no excuses of oh i can't do this it's like floyd mayweather nigga the niggas are the goat to y'all but that nigga doesn't want to fight in other divisions you know what i'm saying like that's 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 a bitch nigga shit man you can't be the goat if you're afraid and you're not consistently fire bro like you like that's that's a disrespect that's a fuck you to the person who gave you the contract who hosted the battle event that's a fuck you to the fans, and that's a fuck you to yourself, basically. You know what I'm saying? So that was super corny for me for when I heard that shit on the Hollow interview on the PSA Hip Hop Three Letter Man and shit. That shit was fucking stupid, retarded, bro. I was so upset, dude. I was like, yo, this this is almost exactly what Murder Mook was doing when he battled Ava. Murder Mook went on a whole fucking interview press release where he's busy di- breaking down bars, saying, oh, you a nerd. Only the only the street niggas got what I was talking about. Even though I had him winning that battle, but the way he went about it, super sus, dog. There's no need to explain your bars. For me, when people explain their bars that they think went people over over people's heads, that's when it it seems like you know that you lost deep down in your spirit. You know that you lost. So that's what I got from the whole hollow situation. Although I had him winning two one. He, the way he was tweeting emotionally, he said, "I'll do a free battle. Should I give my money to the, my proceeds to?" to uh the to uh to charity should i do a free battle should i take a year break oh dude super duper corny shit he even deleted the tweet nah my nigga you don't move like that if you a goat my nigga you if you know you won you won, you know you won don't 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 do that dog so yeah man that's super duper corny man fuck that but yeah nonetheless lom lom you know what i'm saying let you over money bro shout out to hollow it's one of my favorite niggas he follows me and shit, so that's super duper dope. But yeah, that was super fucking corny. Um, so finally, I I I've been requesting this battle for like a year or two already. Sue Surf actually quoted my tweet and he's like, "Yo, he said some side fucking bullshit, fuck shit that he actually said on the side. He said some fucking side shit." So uh, I've been asking for Cortez and Sue Surf to battle, right? Uh, so finally, the battle might be happening. Uh, Susurf commented on a tweet and said, "Yo, I think I'm gonna take uh, Cortez this year." So, so that's really a dope battle because this goes back to the times where um, Susurf said, "You're not even worth my time." This was like maybe 2014, 2013, where he was like, "Yo," where they were all chilling, and then Cortez and everyone was like, "Cortez was like, yo." I should battle you, Surf. You know what I'm saying? And Surf said, people watch me more than than they watch you. I get paid more than you. You know the typical bullshit shit. I hate when artists do that. It's like when it's like what Drake did with uh, Joe Budden. Uh, Drake was like, yo, I'm the biggest artist. I don't need to respond to you. Wah, 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 wah. Nigga, this is hip-hop. You're supposed to respond, motherfucker. You're a lyricist, right? You're a rapper, right? Respond, nigga. So, yeah. This battle's finally going down. Uh, Cortez responded and he said, "Uh, he 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 got a, he got on the phone with ARP. Everything sorted out. It's now in Susurf's court. Susurf's court. Susurf said he'll 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 talk to uh, ARP, but he deleted the tweet. So I know what that means. That means the battle might not be happening. I don't know why we look at Susurf like he's one of the goats of this shit. Cause I personally don't think he's one of the goats. I think he has no respect for us." 
like and he walks around here like like it's nothing bro like he never delivers three solid rounds before he went to jail he 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 arguably lost it's a super debatable when he came out of jail before he got shot same shit two rounds and a third round fuck well you know what i'm saying super duper trash that's that's disrespectful bro that's disrespectful to your opponent that's disrespectful to the culture that's disrespectful to the art that's disrespectful to yourself you have no respect for yourself when you don't do shit like that you know what i'm saying and we let it slide, you know what I'm saying? Smack, let it slide. I'll never forget that day. The the nigga he choked he 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 battled Ram Nitty at uh Nome in Houston and then um then behind the scenes uh he apologized to Smack and he's like, Yo, I'll never do that again, Smack. And Smack was like, You know what I'm saying, son? It's okay, son. You allowed to do that, you know what I'm saying? So that's basically what Smack said. Smack was like, Yo, you allowed to do that, you're still gonna get paid for your your performance. That's super duper bullshit, man. Like that's disrespectful to Ram Nitty, who came with three solid rounds, who beat Surf. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 disrespectful. They arguably were on the verge of a classic, and what happens? Sue Surf chokes the third fucking round, and he's like, "Ah, oh, forget about it." So Jersey, I think that's how I'm gonna also end the podcast. Jersey, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I'm really excited for this battle. It's one of those grudge matches. It's up there with Bill Collector and Hitman Holler, Cortez and Sue Serve. It's definitely up there. I'm glad that we're getting to see more grudge matches in Battle Rap. It's beautiful. So yeah, um, this is Word on the Screen Podcast, episode 27. I hope you guys have a beautiful week further. Oh yeah, song of the week. Uh, please don't forget to uh, rate, subscribe, and review us on iTunes. Uh, please don't give us anything less than a four star, three star. Except, I usually say fuck you, but a three star is cool. Uh, but yeah, nothing less than five, four, and three, bro. I know, I know, we do this shit, man. People love us. I love them. I love the fans, slimes. I I hate everyone though, but yeah, I kind of love y'all niggas because I do this shit. You know, what I'm saying consistently. But yeah, um, my song of the week. Uh, I was actually listening to this the other day. It's really dope. I really like it a lot. Like, a super lot. Um, my song of the week is Sebastian Mikhail Vibes. Um, It's off this EP that he dropped. I forgot that EP. It's like uh, abbreviations. Yeah. Let me let me see if I can get the... 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 Uh, the, 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 the EP. Sebastian... Mikael Vibe. It's called Vibe. Um, what's the album called or the EP? I know it's an EP. Yeah, the album's called I See You, You See Me. Part one. It dropped last year. Go get that. The song is called Vibe by Sebastian Mikael. And on that note, uh, this was Word on the Screen podcast episode twenty-seven. Slime, beloved. Have a beautiful week further. Know that you are beautiful. Know that you are worth it. Uh, and yeah, be safe though. Have a have a dope ass week. Jersey. Oh